Hello and welcome back to uh, the next installment of Naked and Real with the Rev. The subject is Anxiety by Reverend Teresa Heipel, Master of Divinity with Counseling Ministry. Anxiety is defined as a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Anxiety is also defined as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. Anxiety can have many debilitating effects. People go to the doctor to deal with their anxiety and to get a prescription to feel better. We can be anxious about everything. Worry weighs us down. A cheerful word picks us up. Our anxiety lessens when someone tells us that we have done a good job. Correct? Worry and anxiety are wasted emotions. By that, I mean there is nothing constructive about worry and anxiety. It's a huge time waster. We worry about what someone thinks about us. That is none of your business. What is your business is what you think of you. When you accept yourself as you are, you will find other people will accept you as you are. As a person thinks, so is he or so is she. If you believe you are worthy, we all came from God, so we are all divine and all divine beings are worthy, then others will treat you as worthy. You may be saying to me, Teresa, you don't understand. I may not know your particular situation, but everything begins in the mind. Everything. Ecclesiastes 1, the words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Until we put a meaning to something, it is meaningless. I was talking to an acquaintance and she said she had been raped several times and responded, it's no big deal. I thought either she is in denial or she just isn't putting a meaning to these events. I am not judging her. This is her way of dealing with what has happened and I am not to interfere with what she internalizes. I don't involve myself with things that are not mine to involve myself with. If people need help and cry out for it, then I will respond appropriately as we all need to do. Someone else's problem is not ours, whether a friend, a spouse, a child, or an acquaintance. There are professions that help people with tough situations such as social workers, psychologists, psychiatrists, and even pastors. Having been a pastor, if someone came to me, I would help them as much as I could, but if it was something out of my expertise, I would refer them on to the correct person. I have done healing work on people also for anxiety, depression, physical and emotional pain. It always helped them feel better about themselves and that they could move on in life. You don't have to be anxious about anything. We need to trust our souls. Are you in touch with your soul? What is your soul? What does the inner spirit tell you or inform you? That subconscious mind. 
the one that inherently knows right from wrong. Just remember, not everyone thinks like you do. What is right for you may be wrong for them, and what is right for them may be wrong for you. As you know, our world is made up of many cultures, and if we do not understand another culture, it does not make them wrong. It just makes them different. We can celebrate our differences, not be angry about them. With COVID-19, I am learning there is a lot of bullying with people who look like they are from China, and people are angry that people from China have brought this pandemic over here. And over here means in the United States. That's where I'm at. This is not right or appropriate behavior. This is totally wrong behavior on all counts. We must not judge people according to skin color. If we must judge people, judge them on their character. I don't know about you, but I can tell when someone is evil, even though they look decent enough. I know that because my body reacts a certain way and that is not self-induced, meaning I have no logical or emotional way that I would judge them, but my soul knows that they are evil. I remember one time I came across a nice looking young man and there was something about him that I was suspicious about. Shortly after that, I found out my identity had been stolen and when I looked up this young man, found out he had been in prison. I knew something was off about him but couldn't quite place my finger on it. Talk about anxiety and anxiousness. Now I have to deal with getting my identity back and go through many steps. It would be really nice if all this had happened in one town or city. I live in a metro area and this identity theft has been in many suburbs around the metro area I am living in. They each, each town has their own police station and they each have their own case number and I have no idea if these police precincts talk to each other at all. We are also anxious about getting back to work because of this virus. When, we, when will we get a vaccine that will take care of this for us in the future? The experts are working on this and they are calling it Operation Warp Speed. It takes time to develop and test. There are several steps that a drug company needs to go through to make sure that it will work and that it is safe. I don't believe there has ever been a global pandemic like this one. And yet we have never been as mobile as we are right now. Think about it. The 20th century has brought many inventions. The first plane was invented by the Wright brothers in 1903. The year 1886 is regarded as the birth year of the modern car when German inventor Carl Benz patented his Benz patent motor wagon. Cars then were able to be more available in the 20th century. When my ancestors came to this country in 1899, there were horse and buggy. They moved to the Plains States, which is all open country, no roads, no interstates. The interstates were started in the 1950s, no running water, have to dig wells, no electricity like we have now, kerosene lamps and wood and sod is how they baked and cooked and made their first house. Feather ticks were a staple product to stay warm while sleeping. These were tough times. When people talk about the good old days, I don't believe these were actually the good old days. It was hard, physically intense work. These people were anxious too. They were anxious because they were in a new country without knowing the customs of the land. They were farmers from the old country so they knew how to work the land and that is why these people settled in a farming area. They could take those skills and make them work in a new place. 
when we live in a way of knowing what we are naturally gifted at and have skills, we don't need to be anxious because we can shift what we are doing and begin to do what we are really good at and thus relieve much anxiety. Questions. What skills do you have already? How can you use those skills? How can you decrease your anxiety? Do you realize you are totally lovable? What would you do if you knew you were divine? When we don't get our needs met and stay anxious, we have the possibility of becoming apathetic, which is the next subject in this series of Naked and Real with the Rev. Thank you for listening. And if you are interested, and because you are interested in this series, please go to Amazon.com, type in the search Naked and Real with the Rev, and up will pop all of my ebooks that are written so far. Thank you so much for listening, and have an awesome day.